On today's episode of the Launchpad Podcast, we are introducing a super special guest to y'all, and... Uh, on the second segment, we're going to do a, mock, a live mock draft where each one of us has two minutes to make a pick for uh, whatever team they, they're selecting for, and uh, we're going to do the Rockets picks collectively. So we have a great show for y'all today. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome in to another episode of the Launchpad Podcast presented by Clutch City Control Room. As always, I'm your host, Don Nock. I'm joined by my fellow host, Paolo Alves, uh, who is rocking his Rockets hat that he got during his trip for the first time. How's it feel? Feels like a hat. There you go. I'm not, really, not, I'm not really right. a hat person, but I think this one was we're cool. Gonna, we're going to convert you. So, of course, you can find me on Twitter at Don Nock. You can follow the pod at Clutch City CR. In the bio there, we have the link tree with Apple, Spotify, YouTube links. Um, again, we want to say thank you to everyone that subscribed on YouTube. I think we're pushing like 650 right now. Um, subscribers are trying to make our push to 1,000. So y'all have been doing great. We've been getting a lot of comments on the YouTube as well. We're trying to respond to those quicker. Um, so definitely leave a comment if you are watching YouTube. Love to see that. And Paul, go ahead and tell the people where they can find your stuff. Y'all can find me on Twitter at NBA. That's P-A-U-L-O-A-L-V-E-S-N-B-A. Everything I do from podcasts to watches on Twitter spaces will find itself linked on there. And if you missed the Twitter space yesterday, we will be doing one next week, Wednesday as well, at 7 p.m. So don't miss that. We had a good turnout yesterday. I think we had um, close to 150 people in there at some point, so it was awesome. But today we are joined by a super special guest, someone that if you come in the Twitter spaces frequently, you're probably a little familiar with. But for those who aren't in Twitter spaces, we're going to give him a little bit of an opportunity to introduce himself, tell him or tell y'all how he became a Rockets fan and, and just general stuff like that. So we have today J-Dub at the mind of J-Dub on Twitter. How are you feeling? Are you excited to be here? What's going on? Definitely excited to be here. Um, feeling great. Um, talk to you guys a lot, so feels very familiar. Uh, it's just we're on camera now, but very glad to be here. Glad to uh, be on the podcast that I watch and excited to do this mock draft. Yeah, we're excited to have you here for sure. Let me just fix my timer. There we go. And so, like I said, tell us a little bit about yourself, just in terms of your Rockets fandom. You know, when did you start watching? Um, are you from Houston originally? Did you move here? You know, there's a lot of transplants in Houston. Um, and then, you know, who was your favorite player growing up? Who's your favorite player? You know, if you want to do like favorite player of the last 10 years and yeah, just take it from there. Uh, so I'm a little older than a lot of the crew on here. So I've been a Rockets fan since probably about 1990. Um, so I've been rooting for the Rockets a long time. Pretty much was here for the entire Hakeem Olajuwon era. Um, so I, did, I am one of the rare people who had to see a championship. So uh, obviously, Akeem Olajuwon was my favorite player at that time. He's probably my favorite player of all time. Um, I've been rocking a little man. I, I remember the championships, and now that just drives me to continue to be a fan and hopefully uh, let y'all experience the next part. I'll say since then, um, after Akeem Olajuwon, my favorite Rocket 
since then may have been Yao Ming. Um, but I think right now I try not to select favorites because players come and go so often. I just try to enjoy. I just have um, players that I don't really rock with. Oh, I will say CP3 is one of my three favorite players of all time. So that was a very big uh, addition for me. So, yeah, I just I pretty much love all of our players, minus one. And um, that's pretty much the way I go at this point. <laughs> and you, so you said you, you were born and raised in Houston? I am. I was born and raised in Houston. I was born back when we had uh, a Sharpstown hospital. So that, that We're not going to let that minus one slide. I'm going to need to know who the minus one is for the yeah, culture. I mean, any anybody who uh, either follows me on Twitter, is any spaces, uh, or any group chats with me, just know I don't really rock with James Harden at this point. Um, would love to love him, but I just kind of take how he left uh, my city and my team in shambles personally. So um, I am a big Rockets fan. I am not a James Harden fan, but you know, time heals all wounds. So we'll see. I think that's a relatable story at this point. I think you know we ran a poll before the Sixers game started on. The people want the Sixers to win. The people want the Sixers to lose. Now, I think, uh, let me see what that poll ended up at. This is great radio right here. Hold on. If you can find it first, go ahead. All right, here we go. So the poll ended up 57.8% Sixers win, 42.8% tie it up and have the Raptors win. So, you know, you know. 40, 43% of Rockets fans don't want – that was a 350-vote sample size, so they, they don't want to see Harden win either. And, you know, he's been looking he's been looking over the hill a little bit. Uh, maybe it's a hamstring injury. Maybe it's not. But uh, we're going to shift gears a little bit now. And so what we're going to do for the rest of this podcast is we're going to run a mock draft of the first 17 picks. Obviously, the Rockets have potentially pick number one. But we did our little take-a-thon sim. They don't have number one. Spoiler alert. So we'll get into that uh, as we go. The picks are going to be on the screen. We have our movie magic. It's back. So if any of y'all were worried that it went somewhere, here we go. Ta-da! There we go. So that will queue up on the screen who is going to be drafting. As you can see, of the people that can't see, Portland is going to have the first pick in our in our mock draft, um, I was trying to come up with a clever name for it, but the, the launch pad 1.0 mock draft. There you go. That's what we're <laughs> going to call this. Uh, so Portland, you know, think about all the team needs that they have. Obviously, they have Damian Lillard. They have um, Anthony Simons. Do they need another guard? Maybe. Should they draft Should they draft uh, our, our friend out of Purdue, number one? I don't know. We're going to find out. Mm. Uh, we also randomized the drafting order. So Paulo is going to be drafting first on behalf of the Portland Trailblazers. And then we'll outline who has each pick. When we get to the Rockets picks, we are going to do those together. That way, you know, we can kind of make a collective decision there. So I think you got it confused. I'm drafting for the Detroit Pistons. Uh, that's the least you sent us. <laughs> Oh no! I thought you. I thought you sorted before the. I thought you sorted before the, the randomization. You're doing pre pre sort. No, no. You sent us the tankathon sim, and your tankathon yeah. sim has. Uh, oh, tank I'm sorry. I'm look. I'm looking at the the one I did on my computer. Okay, so on. You're right. You're right. Right. Adam Silver. So on dude. this one, Adam Silver fumbling the tankathon <laughs> sim. All right, let me go off my phone. So yeah, Detroit will be drafting first. Right. Lucky um, so there we go. Okay. <laughs> For context. Um, 
There we go. Detroit has... first, and then yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Everyone has two minutes to make their picks. I'm running a timer. Um, I'll tell you when there's 30 seconds left, so you know you gotta hurry up. Uh, the like the order at which were like the people in the pod are drafting was randomized as well. There's going to be a couple of times where to like the same person drafts two times in a row. There we go. It's just that's just how it goes. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. and besides that, the Rockets picks are going to be decided like by the collective, by the three of us, each one of us will have one vote. So there should be no draws unless we all vote for different people. <laughs> right. um, so yeah, we, we ready to get started? I think we're ready. All right, so run the clock. I, I'm, I started the clock, so two minutes there we go. for the Pistons. Detroit Pistons. Gonna, gonna not, kind of... not the Portland Trailblazers. That yeah. was just a, that was a test. That was a test just so we could throw out some names. All right, so, but I'm gonna run y'all through through what I'm thinking as I'm as I'm looking at this. I've got the the Pistons um, team in front of me. In I just can't see. I think uh, Banquero and, and Kate are basically the same archetype of player as a, a playmaking forward. Although Kate can play the card as well. They don't really have a center. They have uh, Isaiah Stewart, but that's not really your long term center. And they don't really have a long-term four that I can see, so it's it's one of the top three picks. Um, that being said, I think Paul is a little bit overlapping with Kate, although I think he's probably the best player available. I think the Pistons would probably value something different. Uh, I think Kapari and Sadiq Bay are kind of similar um, roles as well, and I think they're really lacking in rim protection, so I'm going to pick, I'm going to lock in Chet Holmgren for for the Detroit Pistons uh, to, to form a dynamic draft duo with Kate Cunningham. Chet Holmgren is the pick. Alright, hold on, I gotta name this draft. Alright, so now drafting for Indiana. Unfortunately, also, Paolo, <laughs> the second pick, he obviously rigged this draft in his own benefit. So, okay, go ahead. And... Blame, blame random.org. All right, I am on the clock right. again. Um... And Indiana's, Indiana is so tough. Because um, I'm looking at this, and they there's been reports that they want to keep Miles Turner. So, and both Van Kero and Jabari fit really well with Miles Turner. The only real playmaker that they have is Tyrese Halliburton. I think they're going to look to move Brogdon regardless. I don't think those two play well together. So I think this would be a good team for Banquero to go for, to. go to. I think they are just looking for star power here. Uh, and I think Halliburton can space the floor for Banquero. Uh, Turner can space the floor for Banquero as well. They're only for, other than that, Isaiah Jackson, who some people say is actually a a center, so he might be just be uh, Turner's backup. See, I think as much as I would love for Rankero to drop to the Rockets with the with the, with the second pick, the Indiana Pacers select uh, Paolo Rankero out of Duke. Hmm. Well, let me hold on. Why don't let me start this draft? Do you All actually right. believe sure those reports today? Do you believe those reports today? They plan on keeping Miles Turner. Yeah, man. I think even if they don't, like I think, like 
considering that they don't have okay, clear offensive option other than than Halliburton, who's more of a uh, who's more of a true point guard of sorts. I think if if a team doesn't have that and and Bankero fits, I think he's the best player available, just like he is for the Rockets. So All can't right. really justify the Pacers not going for him here. So next we there have Jada picking for oh no, this is no, other one, right? Use this yep. as a yeah, this is our pick all together. All right, and I have the fanspo draft up right now. All right, so we have two minutes to come up with this. I mean, I think it's pretty clear. I would go with Jabari yeah. here. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you have to go to Jabari here. Um, no Brad one no wants NBA to go shade. <laughs> no one wants to go with Shade and Sharp. I mean, it's so he's been, like the, he's been the yeah. he's How been the hot that? riser, but I, I think especially now, I mean. We're doing this draft April 28th, right? Um, he hasn't done his combine workouts. He hasn't done his five-on-fives at the combine either. You know, Shaden Sharp may rise up to where some people end up wanting to draft him over Jabari Smith at this point. But I think right now, um, the prudent, the conservative thing to do here, you know, like I said, go with Jabari Smith, and then that way we can start – game planning what the Rockets are going to do with the Brooklyn pick. So um, that's fine with me. We're going to lock it in. Jabari Smith at pick number three. Yeah. All right. Yes, here we go. On so the we clock. Got, we got J-Dub next. Drafting four. Okay. The Oklahoma City Thunder. All right. <sighs> OKC is always interesting because they seem to have this non-precise plan. Um, they like to stack assets. They like to draft talent. The fit is so it's so hard because you never know who they plan on having long term. I guess at this point, the guys who you would consider locks to be part of the long term core would be Giddy, um, Shea Gillis, probably a trade man. Um, but I think right here, especially for a team that I believe is going to try to go very hard into the Wimby sweepstakes, they will probably go with the highest upside, but also the guy who probably can't who won't contribute as much early on. And so I just think that that would make Shaden Sharp a perfect fit here. Uh, he he has the upside. I do think that he's going to be somewhat of a project, especially in year one, considering he hasn't played basketball. Um, so, again, th- there are some tempting options here. Uh, I do think that this is one of those teams that even Jalen Durham would be interesting. Um, and then, of course, you have Ivy. But I just feel like Shaden Sharp will fit their archetype. Um, high upside, not going to be ready right now, and helps them stay in contention for the Wimby sweepstakes. I'm going to go with Shaden Sharp here, number four to OKC. We got our first deviation from the consensus here. Uh, I like it. I think it's, I think it's definitely an OKC type of thing to do. Right. All right. So OKC, they're going Shaden Sharp. So now this is where it does get interesting because. Let me expand my little roster so, here. I'm yeah, picking for exactly. I'm next. I'm picking for the Orlando Magic. And so for anyone that's followed this podcast uh, <laughs> for a while now, last year somehow I always got the Magic pick. And so we're starting this draft season off just right. Uh, right back drafting for the Orlando Magic. So the Orlando Magic, they have Mo Bamba, Jonathan Isaac, who Jonathan Isaac hasn't played for a while. They have Fultz. Suggs, Cole Anthony, RJ Hampton. They got uh, Franz Wagner, Terrence Ross, Wendell Carter Jr. So, you know, they're, their roster is just completely all over the place here. Um, there's not really 
anything super solid. There's not really any big holes. It's just I feel like they need to draft the best player available at this point. But the two best players available left on the board for me, um, Jaden Ivey and AJ Griffin, I mean, there's just immediate redundancy right there. I mean, you draft Jaden Ivey, this guy's behind three other guys. You draft AJ Griffin, this guy's obviously behind uh, Wagner. Um, man, Okiki as well. It's just, this is just such a strange roster, but man. Y'all really love killing with these magic picks. I don't like Duran here um, because, again, they have Mo Bamba, who's barely even played. I guess it would make a little bit of sense. They don't have – they have Wendell Carter, too. Jonathan Isaac, if he ever plays again, so you don't really have a whole lot of power forward. I mean, I guess, I guess shooting guard, but they play some of these other guys at shooting guard anyway. Like They have a bunch of point guards that are combo guards anyway. You've got 20 seconds to go. 20 seconds. What am I going to do here? Should I just take Johnny Davis just to ruin uh, everyone's <laughs> day? I think that's that would be the meme pick here. We're going to throw them Johnny Davis. Five, four, oh, man. three, two. I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to send them Johnny Davis. No, just kidding. I'm going to send them Ben Matherin. I'm pretty high on him. I think that's a good pick for, for them. All right. On the last second of the clock, you got the big hit. Ben Matherin. There you go. Okay. So now we have the team that I pretended like was drafting first, but actually wasn't the Portland Trailblazers. And it's me again. I don't know how you weaseled your way into this many picks, man. Me and J-Dub want to have some fun, too. You gotta cut Everybody has the same amount of picks. Okay, everybody has five. It doesn't um, feel like it. Well, you, you're not going to pick for like 20 picks here or something. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, All right. So Portland Trailblazers on the clock. Oh, actually, hold on. We'll pick for Portland and then we'll go to break right after. So right. finish this up and then we'll break. So the clock's on. I mean, yep. it's tough. It's tough to pick for Portland because I don't know if this is bluff and they will trade Damian Lillard or if they're gonna keep him and try to build something around him. Uh, I'm going to assume they're gonna keep him and they're gonna build something around him. And so I'm looking at Damian Lillard and um, probably Nurkic and Anthony Simons as the like the guys that are probably going to bring back. Because other than that, they just got rid of everyone. Um, they got Keon Johnson as well. What I see is there is no power forward on this team. So I think... Am I about to pick this guy over AJ Griffin? Man. Yes. Yeah, I think you are. Yes, yes I am. I am picking Keegan Murray for wow. the Portland Trailblazers. All right, Ooh. the AJ Griffin slide has begun. So, the not the AJ Griffin. Beginning. The Ivy slide has begun. The Ivy slide has oh, also begun. Well, I, 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 could, I, I forgot, but I could not pick Ivy for for the Blazers. Like, the, 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 you already have two point guards, and I just don't see them taking so, Ivy there. Pal, I do want to know why do you not like Greg Brown? Because you're drafting over Greg Brown. Because he, I know you're a big Greg Brown fan, but ah uh, man, he's just not a building block. That was that was a guy I was super high on last year. I scouted Greg Brown in person. That was one of the first people I ever scouted like in person. Uh, I went up to Austin for that, so I, I pushed Greg Brown propaganda up for a while last year. So I had to get get some little callbacks in right there. But so 
next time when we come back we are going to pick back up with the sacramento kings we're going to go to break so we can get our you know normal ad routine break in don't go anywhere when we come back i'm sure everyone is excited for this king's pick so be right back and we are back continuing on to our second segment here on the launchpad podcast with our special guest j-dub we just finished picking for the portland trailblazers now we're going to hold on i put scaramento hold on now we're going to pick for the scaramento kings um it'll be my pick so are you ready with the clock Yes. There we go. All so, right. just a disclaimer: Don tried to cheat in the break and look at the Kings roster. So, might, I may or may not have I tried to cheat. Him. You know, hey, some the Astros. Bit. The Astros told me if you're not cheating, you're not trying. So I had to, you know, try to squeeze a few peeks in there at the roster. Right. Three, I don't know the Kings two, roster like that. They're not that serious. They're not serious franchise. Clock. Here we go. All right. So, current roster: De'Aaron Fox, obviously a point guard. Sabonis. They just give up give up a lot of capital for him. Harrison Barnes. On a one year, Dante Givincenzo, they just trade for him. He's in the qualifying offer. Rashawn Holmes on a three year. So, center, I'd be tempted to draft underneath Sabonis for a center here, but I do like Holmes. They have Mitchell, so they really don't need anything at guard. It looks like scanning over this, they need something at the wing. So, Mo Harkless, you know. The habitual didn't get it done in Portland guy. I have no problem drafting in front of Mo Harkless. So I think this this is going to be the spot for me where I end the the AJ Griffin slide. Uh, let's get Sacramento some wing help, and I'm going to go with them. So not not taking all the way up to the the last second like I did last time. AJ Griffin is the pick for the Sacramento Kings. It is locked in. Locked Pretty in, good. baby. So next we have. Okay, the picking seventh for the, uh, the, the peasants. The peasants is that their the, name? Yes. I'm gonna Shout put out a on them. <laughs> Shout out to Ed. Ed, if you're watching, we love you, buddy. Like I know, I, Ed has to be the biggest Pelicans hater I've ever seen in my life. I didn't know the Pelicans had haters until I met Ed, and he has shown me the light. But one of my friends right. is like a, is like a big Pelicans fan, which is kind of crazy to say, but uh, he lives Kato. in Baton Rouge. So it is what you it is. Are, right. so now on, on the clock. There we go. So I would like to make a lot of intrigue and a lot of drama here, but I kind of feel like it's going to be hard. Uh, hopefully, Tari, our Pelican's friend who's always in our spaces, is actually watching. Um, but I just think that this is a no-brainer. Um, the one spot that I really feel like that Pelicans could use besides um, Jenny Craig for Zion would be a point guard. Um, you know, I like Graham. I don't think that Graham should be the starting point guard long-term. Um, CJ can't handle the ball. I don't think that's what he's best at. I think we just catapulted a, a team into the top six in the West with this pick, as long as it works wow. out. Uh, super easy, okay. super easy pick. The Ivy slide stops here. He comes in, he's explosive. He can get that ball around. Um, I think he has a, a good mix to put with uh, McCollum. I think he can get the ball to, to Ingram, who's rising, and hopefully Zion at some point. Become explosive, become fun. I just think this is a, a super steal with Ivy here at 8 to New Orleans Pelicans. And watch out, the future is super bright. That's a lot of athleticism on that team between Ivy and, uh, and Zion here. So next up, we have the San Antonio Spurs. 
back to Don. I didn't get to cheat this time. <laughs> so three. Very unfortunate. Three, two, All right. one. You are on the clock. All right. So DeJounte Murray has their point guard position kind of filled. Lonnie Walker at shooting guard. Josh Richardson also shooting guard. I wouldn't mind, wouldn't be afraid to draft in front of either one of those guys. Doug McDermott at small forward. Zach Collins at power forward. Vassell at small forward. Primo at shooting guard. I, I probably wouldn't draft in front of Primo. So I'm just looking like small forward here or power forward. Keldon Johnson, small forward. So power forward, I would say. Devontae Kaycock. I'm okay drafting over him. It's looking like power forward here. I'm, I'm okay with – I could take a center here, honestly. I don't like Pirtle that much. You know, as as excited as everyone has been for the game that bears his name, uh, I, I have no problem drafting in front of Pirtle either. So Jalen Duran and I'm probably okay on Davis. I'm probably okay on Ogbaji. Not a lot. Uh, Sohan. Sohan seems like a reach here, honestly. Um, that would be the the first power forward prospect. I think I'm gonna have to go Duran here and draft in front of Pirtle. Just I think the talent is there. Um, and they don't have good center depth anyway. So even if he doesn't work out as a starting center, I, I think you know, playing him as the backup center would be a good fit here. So doesn't seem like a super spursy pick, uh, Jalen Duran out of Memphis, but that's who I'm gonna go with in this spot. I think they could use at least backup center help, if not, you know, a new starting center. So go ahead, lock it in. Jalen Duran yeah, is Antonio. All right, and next we have Washington. Back to me, I think. That's correct. All right, so I am on the clock. Two minutes are running. The Washington Wizards. (laughs) There's a lot of picks here. It could be Johnny Davis. It could be Tari Eason. It could be a center, Mark Williams. I am actually, and it could be be Nikola Jovic because the... um, the Washington Wizards love to draft these international guys. I think it's, what, two, three years in a row? They like Danny Avdiha. They drafted Ryachimura. I think, oh, no, last year they drafted, they drafted an American prospect. But I'm looking at this team, and I'm and I'm thinking, so Did... ever since John Wall got hurt, their point guard situation is Ish Smith and Jan Mahinmi for the longest time. So I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at Ty Ty Washington or uh, Dyson Daniels here. And one of those guys is international, and the other one of them is not. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. They're not going to draft because of that. Um, it's a tough choice. But I think Dyson Daniels is going to be the better defender at the NBA level, even if his shot might not be the best right now. Um I don't think that's a problem in the team that in the backcourt with Bradley Beal. So, I mean, they made it work with Russell Westbrook last season. They couldn't shoot. So I'm going to lock in with, with 30 seconds to go. I'm going to lock in Dyson Daniels to the Wizards at this pick. Man, this, this, uh, whew, this Washington depth chart is kind of tragic, honestly. It is. They need a lot. All right. And another team that may need quite a bit. The New York Knicks? Yep, the New York Knicks are, are next, and it's oh Don drafting again. No love giving me these poverty teams. I had Orlando, had Sacramento, and now I got the Knicks too. Right. All right. Well, Three, 
two, one. You are on the clock. So you, um, you, picked, you picked Washington? Yes. You picked Daniels, Washington. Yes. All right. Sorry. Making sure. All right. So at point guard, we got Emmanuel Quickly, Miles McBride. I was high on McBride last year, honestly. Uh, shooting guard, Alec Burks, RJ Barrett, Evan Fortier, Quentin Grimes. Small forward, we got Reddish, Hunt, and Farron Hunt. Power forward, Obi Toppin, Julius Randle, Jericho Sims, Taj Gibson. At center, Nerlens Noel. So they could use some help at center as well. Nerlens Noel is, you know, a replacement level guy. Uh, he's not bad, but I think they could have some upgrade at that position. Um, I like Cam Reddish, but I wouldn't hesitate to kind of draft over the top of him. Julius Randle is going to be your power forward, so I think that's not as critical of a of an issue here. R.J. Barrett, they're probably going to keep rolling with him. He's had he had a an okay season last year, um, and they they have a lot at point guard, even though none of these guys are really doing anything. So that's yeah, what makes they? it tough. Do they, they have, have a lot of, of have a lot of guys? They have they have numbers at point guard. They, I don't know if they have the production at point guard. <laughs> they could play three um, at the same time. They'd be okay. I think I think, I think honestly the Knicks. We didn't do any trades in this draft. I think the Knicks maybe should be looking to move up for Ivy, honestly, uh, in this draft. Just the way kind of – especially because Ivy fell in our mock. But, man, I think, yeah, small forward, center, or point guard, you really can't go wrong. seconds to go. Oh, man, I'm going to go – Hmm. do I reach here for a center is the question. And Mark Williams is right there. I think seconds. Mark Williams and Nerns are pretty slimmer. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Ochai Agbaji at this pick. Wow. With three seconds to go. There you got go. That. Wow. You went for him. Okay. They um, haven't played Reddish a lot, man. I, they traded for Reddish. I'm thinking they're gonna play him a lot, and they, they really didn't. So I don't think I low key this... think that Okai might go to the Cavs because he said he wanted to, and the Cavs need a guy like that. But regardless, next pick is me again. I am picking for the right. Oklahoma City. OKC Thunder with the Clippers pick. I am on the there clock. And they just picked Shaded Sharp. Yeah, you just picked Shaded Sharp. Let me pull up the Thunder. So, okay. you just picked Shaded Sharp. They've got Giddy and they've got Shay and they've got Freeman. And they got Ludon. So, so, I'm thinking guards are out of the question. So, Johnny Davis is not going this pick. Um, they're, the way that they have their depth chart outlined here is very strange. They have Ty man Ty. starting at the point guard with yeah. Ty Ty Washington Shea is here. not the pick either. So I'm thinking Mark Williams at center makes sense here for them. Um, I'm thinking Tarisen would make sense, but they have JRE and they probably like him, and they don't have a center at all. So I'm thinking it's probably got to be a center here. I just can't see. And Mark Williams is not a reach at this pick. Yeah, I think this is it's probably as obvious it's gonna get that they're gonna move um, JRE to the four and they're gonna select Mark Williams with the pick in the All right. draft. Lock it in. Lock it and in. And OKC drafts Mark Williams. So next up we have Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> I can see J Dove hurting his Duke fandom ah. hurting as Mark that, Williams that. goes to the Thunder. That hurts because Charlotte has a obvious need at center, and Mark Williams has been absolutely perfect there. Yep. 
and there's really no other center that you would take at this spot. So I'm like, I'm gonna have to actually use my clock yeah. now. It's K Dubs. You're not taking four. Walker Kessler. I'm not taking Walker. I, I like I like guys who shoot to actually make the shot. So also, uh, just for clearance, um, K Dubs is drafting for the Hornets at week 13 here. So there we go. Okay. So Charlie we're not Buckley. gonna go center here. We're gonna try to really. I think they could use some two-way players. They they start this two-point guard uh, backcourt with Rozier and Ball. I would have liked Dyson Daniels here so that uh, Lamelo can play a little off ball. Mark Williams would have been perfect at center. I cannot get you one of those, so that does put me in a slight conundrum. Do you start planning for the the Miles Bridges exit? That's the question. Does or do you think they're gonna do you think they're gonna resign him? He's restricted. I mean, they don't have to match. You think that's what I'm saying? You think they're gonna match? You think any team's gonna give him a big salary and have their cap space held up for 48 hours? I mean, I how far under the under the floor is Oklahoma City? They <laughs> 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 right. can try it. You've got 30 seconds. I think they have this to insulate themselves here. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and after me picks Cleveland. I'm gonna go ahead and this is gonna be the irony of the podcast, but I'm gonna go ahead and take Johnny Davis here. Uh, I think Ooh. he has some. <laughs> there we I think go. He has some some two way some two way ability. I think with he can play next on the clock. point guard. Yeah, we're gonna go Johnny Davis and uh, with right. this Johnny Davis. I have made up for any slander I've given you. So, Johnny Davis, we're back in good graces. I love it. Okay. So, we've got Don next. This is me. Don next. Damn, another poverty team. <laughs> With the Cleveland Cavaliers <laughs> at 14. That's that's my, my shtick here is uh, I'm the Cleveland heckler. And three. Cleveland, this two, is not for you. There you one. go. All right. You are on the clock. All right. So, let's see. Not a lot at center on this team. Evan Mobley, complete fraud. Uh, Jared Allen's pretty good. Now I'm, I'm playing. Uh, Kevin Love, also power forward. Man, Okoro, I, I don't mind Okoro. I can see drafting over the top of him. They have, you know, future Hall of Famer, Karis Levert. So not going to want to do too much at shooting guard here. Um, Sexton should be back next season. Do we He's think? Restricted. They got restricted. Restricted. Okay, so I could see them drafting underneath of Sexton if they got Karis Levert. Yeah, they have Karis Levert as well. So man, it seems like small forward is really the play here. You know, I, I like Okoro a little bit, but I wouldn't, I would not hesitate to draft at the top of him. So, with that said, I think I'm going to ruin a lot of Rockets fans' hopes here because uh, I know who a lot of people want to get at that pick. Was it three picks from now? I think I'm gonna go Tari Eason here. I think drafting so the top of the court. Can you pick Tari Eason? I think they can play him at three. Uh, it's gonna be okay. tough, but I think that's how, that's how I think they're gonna go. I could see. I I'd rather them do that than put Sohan Sohan there. Like, it just isn't a Are great. I, I mean, would I've gone for Jovic? Like, I don't. It's uh, a maybe Kendall lineup. Brown. Maybe Sohan Kendall Brown. I think. Yeah, someone would have been more redundant. So, and so I don't know. Kendall East. Brown would have been a reach for me. 
I think that would be the other person I would probably look at that spot, but right. Um, I mean, they they already have gone that direction. You're locking it in. So. You got 20 seconds. I don't know. Maybe maybe Brown because that's the thing is like their roster is pretty lined out already. You know what? Yeah, give me and give me Eason. Give me Eason. Our Eason is locked in. Yeah. All right. So next we've got Jadav with back to back picks. The first one will be the Charlotte Hornets again with the Pelicans pick, and then the Atlanta Hawks. And I have Charlotte again. Sorry about that doorbell. Uh, okay. I have Charlotte again. Charlotte, Atlanta, and then the Rockets. By the way, Don, let me ask you a question, Don. Can, Don, can, can we, we uh, can we do a quick break here? We can, yeah. If you want to, you want to take it that route. Uh, we're yeah, let's this is a decent decent here. place for a break. All right, no problem. So. We just drafted Tari Eason for the Cleveland Cavaliers, my arch nemesis. When we come back, we are going to draft for Charlotte Hornets. And J-Dub will be drafting, correct? Yes. All right. So no one wants to miss that, I'm sure. He's going to do a better job than I just did with my with my Eason pick. So stick around. We'll be right back. And moving into our third segment here, continuing on with our Launchpad Mock Draft version 1.0. So I just picked Tari Eason for the Cleveland Cavaliers because I hate them and I wanted to ruin their draft. So now that I've also ruined Jay Dub's draft for a second time in a row, he will be picking for the Charlotte Hornets. All right. Are we ready with the clock? Yes. All Three, right. two, one. On the there clock. There we go. So full disclosure, I was really hoping to get Mark Williams and Tari Eason for Charlotte to pick. Uh, Don sniped both of them from me. Um, I'm also tempted to make a bad pick here because it's Charlotte and um, it would be only right. However, even though he's a solid player, there's a chance that Johnny Davis could end up being that bad pick. So now I'm going to shift gears a little bit. Um, center's still not available, right? It's way too high for Kessler, which does put me in another conundrum. Um, I did go with a, a smaller wing, more of a shooting guard here with Johnny Davis. I think I want to add a little bit of defense here. Now, it really takes me between two players. I could really go the uh, – I could go the Dean route and try to go with the upside, not ready right now, or I can go with the ready now player. <sighs> this is tough, and I know I'm probably about to kill the rest of the Rockets fans with this. I think I'm going to actually go – with Jeremy Sohan here. Um, I think he's a I nice agree. little defensive guy. I think he um, can give LaMelo Ball a nice little alley-oop. Um, I think he can also clean up some of the mistakes from their more offensive-oriented guys with a, some good defense. I'm also playing in the East where there's a lot of really tall, athletic uh, guys such as you know Giannis and, and so forth. So Kevin Durant. Yeah, Kevin Durant, even even like uh, um, Jason Tatum. So I, I think yeah. I'm going to go with the defense to kind of make them more competitive. We've already went offense with Johnny Davis. So I think I'm going to go with Jeremy Sohan here. And I think Charlotte comes away with a pretty good draft in this situation. With All five right. seconds to go, it is locked in. There I agree go. with you. I think they've, they've got to go um, fit here because they want to make the playoffs now. They don't got the time to develop Kang, in my opinion. Correct. All right. And... <laughs> With our second to last pick, 
J-Dub, you're picking once again, and you're picking for the Atlanta Hawks. Three, have their graphic two, up. Here we go. One, you are on the clock. So there's still uh, uh, some good names here. Um, we still have Branham. We still have being, but to me, this is a this is a pretty easy situation for me. Um, Atlanta has a good team. The only problem is they're too contingent on one playmaker, one playmaker alone. And when that one playmaker is shut down, or if that one playmaker is hurt, they're they're pretty much done, as we saw in the playoffs this year. Um, I know they just because they didn't give Jalen Johnson enough run. That's what the problem was. They should have just ran Jalen Johnson out there. There's their other playmaker right there. Their coaching staff just wasn't ready. weren't ready yeah, for the they, playoffs and, and they're not about that life. So. We, we were we were big Jalen Johnson pushers last year, so that that's kind of the the reference there. But all right, sorry. Go um, ahead. I know they just went point guard last year, um, and it didn't Sharif. really work out. Sharif didn't really get many minutes, um, and so I'm going to try to double down on that situation. I think I'm going to tie tie Washington here. Um, I think it gives them another playmaker who can um, run the show. Oop oop! Hold on hold on hold on. Washington went at ten. Washington. No, no, he 10. didn't. No, oh, no, no. You Dyson said Daniels went. Was it Dyson Daniels went at 10? I asked if you was Washington or Daniels. Okay, so you went Sorry. Washington last time. Okay, so Daniels went at 10. Washington's going now. All right, that's fine. Yeah. So, uh, Dyson flip, went to it. Washington. That's probably why I can't. Yeah, he okay. went to Washington. Okay, there you go. I like Tata with those shooters. I like Tata with those shooters right. and those um, guys. So I think, unlike Coach Calipari, they'll, they'll use them correctly. So I'm going to go with Tata Washington here. All I'm right. actually picking all the guys why I didn't love the first. Cool. All right. All right. So, Ty Washington to the Atlanta Hawks, and now and then we all go back and we're all picking. Early. So all we're right. all picking. So the Rockets now here. drafting the Houston Rockets. So three. So two, one. We are on the clock. So the the big the big talent reach here would be to draft Jaden Hardy, right? Um, that's kind of a hard sell given who we have on the roster. Another talent reach, Patrick Baldwin Jr. Um, but we got, we got, um, sorry, we got Jabari Smith with our first pick. So I think our small four position is pretty solidified now. Um, uh, I mean, center depth, depending on if you think Christian Woods out of here, you, need, you go that I don't route. Think you need center depth. I think you run Garuba at the backup center. I would okay. go. I would go for for Wendell Moore here because I need. We should go for another wing. We play. Okay. We play Jabari at the four with Shangun, and we draft another like wing with size to that can shoot threes and play defense. I think Wendell Moore's the perfect fit. He he shot. He's six six. He shot forty percent from three, eighty percent from the line. And if we're looking at small forwards, there's only like two options or three options: upside with Baldwin, uh, Wendell Moore, which is a safe pick, and upside with Marion Bocham, who cannot Ken- shoot. No right love or... for Kendall Brown or Uzman Jang. No oh, love for Dean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm going with Tank. I'm going with Tank. Yeah, that's, sorry. that's my pick there. Well, that, was, that was a quick sell. Was I a forgot. Quick sell. I forgot. I forgot he was still available. Yeah, so that's why me outside. having the me having the the fanspo thing free plug for yep. them. They are not sponsoring this, but yeah, having that really helped. Kendall Brown, yeah. Jovic, Baldwin Jr., Jang, and then Window Moore. We were really about to get into um, the argument because I really, I really was going to go Jang here. I just. Yeah, no, we gotta go. We thank you. He's falling. There we go. Lock it in. I think a lot of Rockets fans will be pleased with this result. Um, And then, all right, can I stop this? I'm gonna go auto picked for the rest of the draft. And that way we can finish this up. So, 
there it is. Yeah. All right, so we got a draft summary here. So now the plan is we're going to talk about what the rotation looks like next year with these new players or any thoughts that you might have to, to close off the pod after after the, the mock here. I mean, I'm going to start. I wanted, so, we, we should do a little live look in at the Philly game really quick as well before okay. we finish up the pod. So Hope they're winning. Yeah. I, when you say uh, live, I think that we're talking about the Sixers because Toronto's dead. <laughs> it's, really? it's over. It's over. Wow. Okay. When, I, when we started recording this podcast, Toronto was winning. So that's why I was like, hey, hey, hey shout out to looking. James Harden having a great game. He is he? seventy. He is fifty-eight from the field, forty percent from three, six 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 from the line, twelve uh, thirteen assists with two turnovers, twenty-two points, wow. five rebounds, plus twenty-nine. Are the Harden haters on suicide watch right now? He's a plus twenty-nine. Jesus Christ! I mean, it's a plus twenty-nine. It's insane. Twenty-two points. Uh, you know, third on the team still, but that's not bad. Wow, it'll be interesting to see what the dialogue looks like behind Harden tomorrow, but. Uh, in the meantime, let's go over what the Rockets' depth chart looks like. I wish they could give me a, like a live depth chart after we did the draft. That would be fun. Um, but we can do it like so this. The first conclusion I'm coming to is one of Tate or KJ Martin needs to be traded. Yeah, I think that's fair. Because, I mean, you drafted two wings over the top of both of them. I think two wings you know, Jabari. Forwards. Yeah. Because Kepai uh, can be. Yeah. Jabari is. Jabari's going to get minutes. You drafted this guy third overall. He's going to get minutes. It's just like Jalen this last year. You know, you draft the guy <laughs> second overall. He's going to get a lot more minutes than even, uh, I guess, Shingun got probably the second most minutes of all the rookies. Actually, it may be close with him. Well, Christopher spent some time in the G League, so it probably was Shingun. It's, it's Let me check real quick. Let me check yeah, real quick totals. I mean, so basically, we're locking Jabari. Yeah, Shingun. It was actually pretty close. Fourteen eighty nine to the thirteen hundred. I think it's it's uh, it's actually. So I think Shingun's locked in at the five. Oh, did he So I think there's two options here. We either are running Jabari at the three, with Christian Wood at the four, if we don't trade them, or we're running Jabari at the four when we're trading Christian Wood and we're running someone else at the five, and that's a really interesting discussion because, it could be Tate. Could be KJ, could be the could be Chang. So a lot of options there. I, I I'm really interested at, at at is there a way to start KJ Martin and Jabari together with Shingun? I think so. But but we also again in this situation we haven't necessarily traded Wood. So I mean if he's here he's starting. But I I'm really yeah. I'm I'm interested in the KJ Martin and, and um, Jabari dynamic. This is a this is a, a draft, right? So we're at the draft, so we still haven't even hit free agency. So we could still make plenty of trades until, until the season. Like, I mean, ideally, I would trade Christian Wood. I would probably okay. trade. I would ask Tate, "Are you willing to come off the bench?" And because if you aren't, then I'm trading you as well, and I'm running KJ at the three. I'm running Chang as the backup three, and I'm. Wait, no, we don't have a backup for do we? I'm I'm gonna be honest, Paolo. Uh, I'm probably one of Garuba the biggest. Garuba is the backup for. I don't know. I'm, I'm probably. Well, I guess Jane would be your backup for. I'm one of the biggest uh-huh. Tate guys, but is Tate at the level where we're asking him if he is he comfortable coming off the bench? Like, is that a? He's not. He's not a good enough player, but I think he's a, a big enough influence in the locker room to you to want to just like piss him off. And I think 
you can tell him like you're going to hit the bench, but you could tell him like, is this a, a huge deal for you? Do we like, should we like, if you're going to be really mad, it's probably better to trade them than to keep him unhappy. You know, since it's it's such a, to me it's a fifty-fifty if you want to trade them or not. So if he doesn't want to be here, if he's off the bench, then I'd rather not deal with a headache in a, in a, rebuild, a rebuilding team. That being said, I underestimated how many wings we had because if we trade Wood, Garuba Shingun at the five, Kapari at the four, and then we need three more players: a backup four, a three. Gary Bird still there. <sighs> He might get back up three minutes. I do. I think he'll get it. I don't think they're going to take him from starting to to starting to a lot of minutes to pretty much nothing in a rotation. I still think he'll get that. So you think they trade both Tatum and Wood, or you trade I th- KJ? I, th- I think I think both. Um, I I don't think they trade KJ. He still has two more years. I think that in this scenario, you you look to trade Wood and you look to trade Tate. So you could also send Kang to the T League for a year and not trade one of those guys. Yeah, so so it's funny when you said that we have to trade one of the threes uh, because I don't think that Dian contributes a lot early on. Uh, I love his long term upside. Like I honestly think he has um like shades of Brandon Ingram ceiling. Um, but I don't think you're going to get any of that early on. Um, I think he's definitely going to be a Viper star early on. So you may not be in a rush to trade somebody. So even if you don't trade somebody now, you could wait and make a decision at the trade deadline when I believe he'll start getting a little bit more minutes. But you, the, the guy's going to see the writing on the wall. I, I think the Tate might struggle to accept a lesser role in a contract year as well. Um, so I'm probably looking at moving both of them, to be honest with you. Well, what you done? I, I'm I'm pretty much in the same wavelength there. Oh, I was just finishing up this draft so we can save it. Okay, so so the 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 point was about Jang long term. No, the point was about so we've got Kapari at the four. We've yeah. got Garuba, Shingun at the five. Yeah. We're trading Christian Wood. Trading and Christian now, Wood. Yeah. Now we have Matthews, Tate, and KJ Martin to play the three. Or or if you keep KJ, you could play KJ at the four and. And Kapari at the three. I think what I would probably end up doing just because of the shooting, I would probably trade Tate, go young, try to have a team that's less competitive next year. Um, I'd probably run Jabari at the three and then KJ at the four. Uh, I think until KJ's shooting gets a little bit better, uh, it doesn't make as much sense to have him run at the three. I think Jabari can play the three. He's got enough of a turnaround game to be like a mid-range threat. I think he can guard threes. Um, he's not the most explosive guy, but I think his lateral mobility is there to, to at least guard threes. And I think that also allows KJ to function more as like a weak side shot blocker and Jabari more of an on-ball guy. And I like that kind of configuration. And KJ's rim protection being a four, I think can make up for Shingun's lack of athleticism. Um, so I do like that pairing a little bit more than, you know, Tate's going to give you more probably point of attack and KJ will probably give you a little bit more in help. Um, so Thank that's you. how I kind of see that shaking out. Uh, that being said, that being said, I, I also think, I think you could get more for Tate at this time than you could for KJ. So I think trading yeah. KJ, you're just, it's not going to be as good an asset play as moving Tate would be, especially right now. Cause 
there's gonna i mean I just imagine you trade tate to utah they're gonna be you know foaming at the mouth to get tate over there because they don't have anyone that can stop the ball on the perimeter right. so correct yeah so that being said i think a good way to to close this off as as we we approach time um it would be to create the draft like everyone give their grade what do you think what do you think about about that for the rockets yes for the rockets in specific I'll go first. Uh, I, w- I would give them an A, between an A and an A+. Plus. I know that we may not have like that solid big name at, at 17, but I think when you get such a, a safe and solid pick of Jabari with three, I, I think that's going to open the door for Ding to become like this master fan favorite as well because it's all upside, right? And, and considering that they play similar positions, even if his development is a lot slower, I think it, it gives people a lot more patience. But I just kind of think taking upside when you got that early on i think it's a win again i i think that ding has legitimate shades of brandon ingram upside so um to me it's an ar plus i can't see anything less i think a good comparison to that would be you know jalen and josh christopher right like josh christopher didn't have to become a superstar because that was jalen right so josh christopher was able to play his game and come along you know more gradually spend some time in the g league excel there come back and, and then grow at his own pace um again for people that you know may be joining us late uh they weren't kind of along with me and paulo last year i cried every time we did any piece of content give me some type of wing just give me anybody um we had four with size, we had, with size. We had yeah we had four picks um but no we had three to start out with right and then we traded for the shangun pick uh, and mm-hmm. I just every mock we did, I mocked Zaire Williams or Jalen Johnson or yeah, just some type of a small forward type of guy. So for me, getting two of those guys in this draft with good length, high upside, I've been someone that has whined and moaned and complained about the rebounding on this team. And I think we would finally have a team that has good length, good athleticism, and at least in theory, should be a good rebounding team. You know, Shingun's a, a very good positional rebounder. Uh, at the center position, and then you have size and length at all the other positions. So from that aspect alone, I'm going to have to give this draft an A. Um, man, you know, could I be swung to an A-plus? Probably, uh, if you know the right argument came along, but I think I'll go with an A. The way the draft may shake out, obviously, it could be different than this one. You never know how the picks are going to go, but for the way this draft went, I think the Rockets did you know, about as good as you could have hoped for. So lock in the A. Uh, bonuses to Rafael Stone and all the the scouting guys uh, so, for what they did in this draft for me. So for me, if if you tell me this is the the lottery order that's locked in, I'll give it an A. Um, if you if I'm not if I'm like if the lottery result is being factored, like if we're also rating the lottery result, it's probably an A minus because. I would rather any of the other two top guys than, than Jabari, but I would still be happy with Jabari. Uh, I don't think it's fair to rate the lottery uh, result with the draft. So if I knew Stone has 3 and 17, I would give this an A. It's only not an A+, plus because to me, an A+, plus would be getting Jabari in the situation and getting a Tari Eason that, that, would, that would have dropped or, a, or even a Mark Williams or a... Maybe a, a So Chan or maybe a Jalen Duran if he, if he for some reason drops. To me, that would be an A. I still 
I like Tiang a lot, so that would be that's why it's still an A. Uh, he's still better for me than than looking at the guys. He's still better for me than Bo Camp or Liddell or Malachi or or Patrick Baldwin or Caden Hardy. Um, you you were high on Baldwin too, so that's you know. I was obviously his season did not pan out yeah, that way. But. I'm not anymore because I think the Rockets shouldn't can't really afford to draft any more guys that they need to convince to hustle on the floor. So if yeah. you've got any kind of motor issues, it's a big no-no for me because we've got a lot of talent and you've got, you're going to have to hustle to stay on the floor with this team because we have so many options. That being said, it's a solid day. Uh, would, even, would only have gotten better if we've gotten um, Mark Williams or, or Tarisa, basically. And to me, I mean, I would be really excited for next season if we have gotten... Uh, the, the two guys that we got in this box. I do want to say two more things on, on, on I guess, this yep. grade. One, um, I think Rockets fans will need to pre- be prepared for grades all over the place um, because if you really have done a lot of scouting, the opinions on Deang are kind of scattered. You you can, you can will see him sometimes mock drafts go as high as seven or eight, and then you'll see other spots where he's not even at the top of the second round, right? To me, I mean, honestly, I think some of that is lazy scouting, like you just haven't gotten to him yet, and he'll rise. Plus, I also think that Dang, coupled with a player who's a little bit more of a gamble, right? Like, if you have him as shit, I think that your grades might be a little bit lower. But I think when you put him with somebody safe, you'll get a higher grade. So I really think that how he is seen is really depending on who he goes with. You know what I mean? Like, even if, even if you went with Ben Carroll, there's going to be some analysts who are just going to say, well, well what about defense? Because you just went double offense there, right? And so you really just have to uh, see it through different lenses. I, honestly, this wouldn't be the perfect draft. It would be great. So I'm not getting a, I'm not getting a, a, like a certain lock 100% A+. Plus, but I think considering what you had, I think you, you did pretty well. And I also think this is a very realistic draft. I think this was a very realistic draft as well. I, You know, Neither of these picks, you could say the Jing pick was a reach. Um, but again, I definitely agree with your point there that you get a guy in um Jabari Smith where you can afford, you know, a little bit more flexibility, freedom with that second pick. And I, I think because we only have two picks this year, and just the way that the Rockets roster is, you know, probably good at center, probably good at point guard or not point guard, probably good at shooting guard. Um, you're really looking at, you know, small forward, power forward, that kind of that kind of wing slot. Um, what you're gonna do? I think these picks are gonna be very codependent, right? Whatever you do with that first pick is gonna have a very, very big emphasis or very big effect on whatever happens at 17. So I'm sure we're gonna end up doing a bunch of these mock drafts. I think that's gonna be something that you see moving forward. Is you know, if you get Chet with that first pick, you're probably going to go with a completely different archetype for the second pick. If you go with Bancaro for the first pick, you're going to see a completely different archetype. And then, you know, let's say we do fall to five. You know, Sharp, Ivy, whoever that shakes out to be, A.J. Griffin. Um, A.J. Griffin seems to be the, the the flavor of the day on A.J. Griffin seems to be a little sour right now. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people seem to be dropping on him. But, you know, I think that's really going to – it's really going to be a – a contingency plan type of draft where you have to whatever whenever that lottery ball hits and we figure out what the first pick is going to be 
then we can really start locking in what we want to do at 17 because until then it's just you're just planning for for different scenarios here but that's why it's fun that's why we do these to, to you know see what the scenarios so, play out as so let us know let us know if you want us to keep doing these were they like they were fun to do but were they fun to to listen to and watch so we're probably going to eventually post like sometime after the pod is out uh just not to, to not break the surprise but we're going to probably post like a, a little uh, image with the results of the draft and so yeah hit us up on twitter um at paul walsh at don knock at jw if you want to see more of this uh in future pods uh either hit us up with some guests that you'd, you'd like us to bring on for something like this i think we could have easily do this we've done with three we could have you know, easily do, done this with four five maybe six people um that being said i also wanted to push back on the realism it was realistic for the rockets fix but ivy dropping all the way to like eight or whatever no was people are gonna people are gonna gonna flame us for that one but yeah i i do think you know the way this draft shook out i think there are some teams that should be interested in moving up and we didn't do any trades in this draft like i said i mentioned that earlier but i wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple of trades in this draft just looking at some where some of these team needs are like charlotte for example charlotte really got screwed twice I, I kind of gave it to J Dub there on both of those picks, but you know that's a team that makes sense to try to go up and get a center prospect, right? The Knicks, we talked about them. That's a team that makes sense to try to go up and get a point guard prospect. So I think we will see trades. Maybe when we do some of these in the future, we can incorporate more trades. Um, we kind of did this a little bit on the fly, but I also think it turned out pretty well given those those circumstances. So um, we want to do plugs and J Dub. Is there anything else you want to say? Do you want to slander us at all? I know. You know, we didn't bring Slander God in just yet, but if you want to get some bars off on us, feel free, and then we can go do our plugs and close out. Well, you know, I'm not going to go ahead and do any slandering here. Um, okay, I, I appreciate God. that. I, yeah. I take a lot of heat on Twitter, so it's good to know I, I won't get slandered just yet on my own podcast. There may be a time and place for that, but not yet. Considering I slander both of you all, um, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to let Slander God rest for today, and Apollo looks way too sleepy for me to be slandering anybody <laughs> at this moment. So um, there'll be no slander today, but slander God will be coming in the future. But this was really fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. Honestly, the only thing I didn't enjoy is hearing how many teams uh, consider Mark Williams. And you kind of killed my bank here with Mark, Mark Williams stream. But overall, man, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I can't wait to see the outcome, hear the feedback, because ultimately, like I said, what the fans and the listeners think about it is what matters the most. So I loved it. I appreciate y'all for having me on. Yeah, we'll probably get, try to get you on maybe one more time before the season starts. You know, we'll see what see what type of guests we can line up for the draft. But yeah, definitely thanks for coming on. Uh, I would have liked to get you. There's not a whole lot going on right now with Rockets news and notes, so it made more sense to do the, this uh, mock draft. But I'd like to get you on at least one more time where you can talk about, you know, just some more general Rockets news and stuff like that because you have a lot of great things to say. So it was fun doing the mock, but I, like I said, I want to get you on more, in a more normal capacity as well, kind of like a regular pod too. So. But again, thanks for joining us. I'm sure we'll be talking to you not very long into the future here on a, on a space at some point. But that's going to do it for us today. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Don Knock. You can follow the pod at ClutchCityCR. The link tree is in the description of that account if you want to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or YouTube. Again, this will go up on YouTube, and you can see all of our great, amazing graphics. Paolo, go ahead and tell the people where they can find your stuff. Yeah, y'all can find me on Twitter at Paul Alves NBA. That's P A U L O A L V E S NBA. Everything I do from podcasts like this one to live shows on Twitter Spaces, we find it itself linked on there. 
Cool. And J Dub, go ahead. Uh, you can find me at the mind of J Dub. Um, you know where to find me. I'm in spaces. I'm on Twitter. I'm in the group chat. So uh, yeah, just just reach out. Uh, I love this. I love talking rockets. I really love the the rockets fan family. So let's just continue to build that. Continue to support one another. And just realize that we're all here to um, help one another as a unit. There's no competition. So let's just keep on uh, keep on moving it. Perfect. We will leave y'all with those great words of wisdom. So until next time, y'all be safe and go Rockets.